Hey, this is Mabel Munyamani and this is Living the Gift Out Loud podcast. This is a show designed for women who want to find long-lasting confidence for themselves in their business and for their family. I help women find the courage to own their strengths and uniqueness, walk and live out their best lives without compromising, compromising their values, their passions, or their strengths. In this show, I'll give you the very best of life, family, and business advice. And I'll be bringing you special guests to help me bring this message home and keep things real. By the way, I'll also be giving you a refreshing sprinkle of my faith. Glad you're here. Enjoy the ride. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Hi, hi. And welcome to another session um, episode of Living the Gift Aloud podcast and I hope you've had a great week and you know this is um, Feb right this is actually on this time of recording it's the first day of the second month of the year and hope you're going well and you're moving on track with um, with whatever you've said for yourselves for your family for your business in this 2023 new year that we're in. So topic of discussion this week is um goals broken down i guess yeah i'll call it bro goals broken down goal setting broken down okay so my um my lesson for this week really i would like to say i got it from a business i would like to call it business lessons from sports planning i was a fly on the wall this week as my boys and their coach were um planning and goal setting for the next um six months and um like i said i was a fly on the wall i was busy in the kitchen cooking but i was in the meeting listening and i just enjoyed observing how um the goal setting was different so i thought you know what it was sports planning but the details of it you know i'm gonna take it into my business and i thought you know what i'm gonna share it with my business buddies so mamas you get a sneak preview of my boys planning session that they had with their new coach and this is what I learned. I mean, I'm really big. If you know me, I'm big on goal setting. I'm big on setting goals. And why? Because really, I really believe that um, with your goals, they give you a purpose. They give you direction. They give you focus. And they set you actions that will direct you towards the goal. So really, if you don't have goals, how do you wake up? What are you waking up for? And what sets your day, your actions, your month? your direction, your purpose, really, if you don't have goals. So hopefully I'm talking to, you know, mamas who've actually done the work, which is something you're supposed to have done, you know, pretty much the end of the year, um, maybe January, and, you know, pretty much um, mid-Jan, end of January to February is now we're moving into execution, right? Planning is done. Now what are we going to do to go towards, to move towards the goals that we set for ourselves? So pretty much now we're in execution mode. Right. So um, what did I hear from being a fly on the wall during this meeting? Okay. Um, firstly, um, I'm going to, I guess I've got seven points. I'll put it across the seven things I picked from this conversation. Okay. So what my boys do, as you know, um, they play tennis. So they're planning their tournaments. They're planning their training schedule. They're planning their travel. They're planning their development, their performance, goals, um, towards what they're wanting to achieve 
you know, with the long-term goal that they're going to be professional tennis players, right? So what did I learn? Um, so most, okay, it's in, and this is in not in no, any category order, right? But I was just blown away by the level of detail that um, their coach took in order to set the goals with my sons. So this is the first one that I learned that I know I'm definitely going to implement in my business and I'm sharing with you business mamas as well. So the first one is, um, so this is what it said, before they even go straight onto the court, start practicing, start hitting, it is important to sit down, have a conversation and to talk about things because you need to get the mindset right before anything else. The body will follow what the mind has set. And so that everybody's clear about what they're going to be doing, right? So what I learned from this is, you know what? You need to really get your mind ready before you start your day, before you get into anything regarding your business, having conversations with people, um, you know, creating something, selling your product, your service. You actually need to get your mind ready first, prime your mind towards what you're going to do, right? Because... If your mind is ready, you're going to speak, okay? You're going to present yourself, okay? Yeah, because obviously you have to embody the person that you're wanting to be, right? So that starts with the mind. So that's what the first lesson I got from that conversation. Second point, they spoke about routines and how important to have these daily routines that will create consistency, that will um, create discipline, and that will allow you to develop quicker and move towards what you're trying to do right so simple things like you know having a glass of water the first thing in the morning when you wake up what are the benefits of that you're hydrating your body you're limiting toxins and it wakens up your mind ready for you to start the day right so whatever routines you implement make it something that you consistently do and allows eliminate a lot of thinking things that you have to try to figure out um, within your daily routine, if you know what you're going to be doing, what exactly you're going to be doing to help you set the focus, to set the tone, to set the mood for what you're wanting to do. So if you don't have a routine, a morning routine, an evening routine, then I think this is really essential for yourself, for your development, for your business, because it allows your brain not to wander off. You pretty know what is that, what you're doing, and what is good for yourself, and what is good for your business. So have a routine if you don't have one. The third thing that I learned from the conversation was to eliminate all distractions. And what is a distraction, right? A distraction is anything that move, that is moving you away from the goal. So a lot of times people think a distraction is something evil or something nasty. It could be as simple as TV, right? If you're saying you don't have much time to do things, then you certainly don't have time to sit down and watch TV, right? So for my boys in this in this particular area... Um, they are going to have to limit their social media time. So the coach is really monitoring their phones, the usage of the phone. They're taking them away. I think they worked out and agreed to have two hours a day of their phones, and then he takes them away for the rest of the time. Why? Because he's saying it is. Um, what did he say? What did he say? And I won't say it correctly. He said um, social media and phones. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, they give you instant gratification, right? So now you go into your work, right? So they're going onto their court now where they have to be 
are more patient and more focused and sometimes it takes five six balls for you to win a point right if you're used to the instant gratification that you get from social media it's contradictory to what you're having to do so you find out that maybe you're very frustrated because things are not working at the pace that you're used to you get tired easily you get worn out because the expectation is different right and i thought oh my gosh this is so applicable so relevant to us moms in business and in our lives anyway right a lot of the times we make excuses that we know we're in social media because we're doing research or this is what i often do i say you know i want to go on the phone and search for one particular thing but i go on the phone i go on the internet and i get distracted i start looking for something else 10 minutes 15 minutes 20 minutes later i'm like oh my gosh what was i going on the phone for to look for in the first place actually forget <laughs> right how many of us are like that right so if we're going to be saving our time maximizing our time and not wasting time right let's eliminate distractions all right so if it's whatever routine or try things you're trying to do do the important things first if you're going on your phone to work on your social media then work on the social media don't be perusing and just you know, surfing endlessly, right? Because that's a distraction, right? And I think that instant gratification thing also applies to us adults in what we're trying to do. And business is for the long haul, for the long run. And sometimes it's frustrating that you see someone else on social media who is way ahead of you. And then you start getting these bad feelings, these negative feelings of like, why am I not there yet? But maybe the person you've been, you're following or watching, they've been in their business for 10 years. You've been in your business for six months quite rightly they're going to be ahead right or maybe that person you're looking at right they have a totally different lifestyle right some people are in their business full-time right some of us are in our business only as side hustles only as part-time right um or we are time limited right so for example i'm a mom i've got i'm busy with the kids so that i only have so much time to put into my business right and then i'm comparing with the person who work 60 hours <laughs> right on their business or i'm i'm comparing with with um a person who has a team a large team that does post for them so they can post 10 times in the day they can do these amazing reels amazing stuff uh, right and i'm probably a one man gig right or maybe i've got one person in my team that i'm this is the person i'm comparing with you don't know what goes behind those scenes right so let's not be looking at all these people let's look at them, whoever you're following, is inspiration, right? It's something you can learn from, but not as a measuring tool, not for competition. Like, I should be like that because you don't know how they got there. They Maybe they've been working on it for 10 years. Maybe they've got a team. Maybe they've got different hours and different lifestyles that allows them to do that. And for me to compare that with them is un- unrealistic. Then I'm setting myself for failure. So I think this really is a big one. This eliminate distractions. Don't do things that move you away from whatever your goal is set for in your business, in your routine every day as a mom and in your business. I mean, as moms in business, mompreneurs, time, time, time is really big deal for us, right? So we need to maximize and have discernment in in our time management, right? Because I have a four-year-old, I have my two teenagers, um, and then I've got to fit in my business and everything else in between. So I don't have time to be wasting. So I really have to be mindful about the amount of time I'm doing. So I should not be surfing aimlessly, right? I should not be going for um, things that are not 
working towards the goals that I have for my family, for my boys, and for my business. So I think this this eliminating distraction is a big one. What do you need to be cutting out this year, right? Maybe there are people. I had a conversation today with a lovely lady. She said this year she's cutting out people that don't move to help, that don't move or help her towards the business she's trying to create for herself. And I was like, that's amazing, right? She said, I'm only going to be working with positive people. I'm only going to be associating myself with people in business because that's what she wants to really focus on a business this year. I was like, that's a focus. That's what you need, really. And that's really important. What are the things that you're going to cut out? She said that she's cutting out people who are negative. Um, she's really cutting her circles down to people who are not in business. She's cutting them out because they don't help her in where she's trying to go, in things she's trying to create, in the mindset that she needs to be having, right? Because probably makes it harder if you're having a lot of conversations with non-business. And that's not for everybody, but this is what she's decided to do because this is where she's wanting to go with the business. And I thought this is an amazing idea, a great idea. So what are you going to cut out this year as a distraction so that you can move towards the goal that you want, that you've set yourself for your business and for your family? Right, who do you need to eliminate? What do you need? What habits do you need to cut for yourself? Are you sleeping late? Are you, you know, you know, not having enough sleep, or are you sleeping before the work is done? So now the next day you've got too much work overload, and now you're overwhelmed, and then you're gonna get frustrated, and they're gonna be burnt out, you're gonna be angry with everybody else because you're not putting in the time to do the work that you need to do. Right? Maybe it's time to, you know, get some help. Maybe you're trying to do things that you are, you don't have experience in, so it's taking you longer to, to get things done. Have conversations with the right people that can make you move quicker, that can shorten your learning curve, right? Hire the experts, right? If you're not a web designer, get one if you need to be doing it. Shop around, get the best person to do the job that you need to do so that you keep things moving. This year for me, it's really keep things moving. Right, so what do you need to do in order to eliminate distractions so that you keep your focus in what you're trying to create? This is a big one. And I probably spent a lot more time on this one because I thought it's really, really relevant. The fourth one um, that really spoke to me was um, affirmations. Right, they spend a lot of time, um, my boys and the coach, really looking up positive um, affirmation, um, what is it, um, famous quotes from you know other athletes, um, and other people who've done really big on mindsets um, that they need to be reading every day. Um, possibly the first thing they wake up and somewhere around during the day, this, I think it's needs they need to pick a good tent that they're going to be focusing on that will help them instill that feeling of belief that's going to help them stay focused, that's going to help them instill the energy that they need um, and just get them staying positive and thinking that way. Right, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is what we need to be doing as well in business, right? What affirmations are you saying to yourself every day, right? Who are you looking up to, right? What words matter to you, right? Um, so maybe you need to be looking up some famous people, some quotes that will instill that feeling in you, that energy, that belief, right? Um, in order for to help you, and this is all just helping you maintain that mindset to push yourself, to succeed, to believe in yourself in whatever you're trying to create for yourself and for your family. So I thought this was a good one. This is affirmations. You know, maybe look up some ones that you can pin up on the wall, have on your phone, maybe as a screensaver, maybe on your desktop, um, whatever works for you, right? Get some positive words, get some positive codes that you keep reminding yourself. Have a routine. It goes back to the second um, point that we spoke about the routines, 
right? If you read them, there's no point in having them and you never read them, never look them up. You know, be saying them out, reading them out to yourself every day as part of your routines so that you can instill those feelings and that mood and that attitude that you want to have to help you get the job done. It's simply putting in the right fuel in the right car, right? So if you, you know, fuel is, is you put oil in the engine so it keeps running smoothly. So I see affirmations as that is simply fuel and the right oil to make your engine, the mind, keep working the way it needs to be working, right? You don't need to be reading and hearing negative things, things that, that are totally opposite from what you're trying to create, right? So this is all about affirmations. And the fifth thing that really spoke out to me from their meeting was, um, so it was then they got to a stage where they actually started to set the performance goals, Right. So for them, as athletes and tennis players, performing goals were what ranking. So in tennis, there's a ranking system. I know people who know tennis, you know what I'm talking about. So they had to set, you know, where they want to be. And I was really impressed that they didn't set for the whole year. They set for the next three to six months where you want to be in the next um, three to six months. So whatever ranking um, point that they want to be by the end of the year. How do we put this in business? What are you wanting to achieve? Right? And let's not leave it to December. What can you do within the next three months? So what can I do in February? And what can I do in March? And what can I do in April? Right? Let's not stretch it so, so far ahead to December. Because you don't know what's going to happen in August. You don't know what's going to happen in, in November. Right? But we can, we are in control. And we can actively manage and plan out for February. February's got the next four weeks. So what are you going to do in the next four weeks in order to achieve your goals, whatever your goals are? If it's my, my if you have a marketing goal, you've got a, um, a money goal, or if it's a, a building your audience goal or your product or your service, whatever goal it is, right? Let's make it more tangible and making it as short as possible, right? I'm not sure if I've mentioned it before. I'm currently reading the 12-week year, 12 week year. Right, and this really talks about setting goals not for the year but in quarterly form. So the next ninety days, I'm going to be focusing on this. And interestingly enough, we had a conversation again with the coach about period, periodization, periodization. Over, I'm saying it okay, um, which is really just where athletes focus on something specific, a specific goal for the next six weeks. Right. So if they're working on a technical goal of a tactical thing, right, for the next six weeks, when they've achieved that, then they move to the next thing, right? So I think this is really big. Uh, and maybe I'll probably need to do another episode on the 12-week year because that's what I'm really doing for my business this year. Just focusing um, goals for the next 90 days. What can I do for the next three months? That will help me get to the next level. Obviously, you've got a long-term goal, right? But what can I do in that interim, in these next four weeks, in the next six weeks, in the next 12 weeks, in order to achieve my goal, right? So don't leave it out for the year. That's my advice. Just make it tangible, make it do. What can I do now in the next four weeks? And if you do, do it, if you look at it that way, within the next four weeks, you're going to say, you know, so what do I need to be doing weekly, right? So what am I going to be needing to be doing, to be doing daily, Right, in order to meet my goal. So then you realize that you've got shorter time frame and that will really, really propel you to keep your energies going, to really maintain your focus and your direction and what you need to be doing. Right. Uh, so this is what they set out for their point. The sixth point, we're nearly there. I did say seven. The sixth point is what they talked about is um, how are they going to achieve 
these goals that they've set, the performance goals that they've set in points five, right? So, so if you've got a, if you set a point like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna move my ranking to whatever number it is, right? The number f- might look huge, like a huge task, right? But the point six was really chunk it right down to chunkable bites, so small bite size things, actions that you can put in place in order to get to the big goal. Right. So in that conversation they had, I found it really amazing that um, what he said was um, simply it means winning two tournaments or being a finalist in three or being a quarterlist in four. Right. So it made it really look and sound doable. It didn't look like it's such a big deal, a big load. You know, when you put it down into bite size Right. So what are you going to do in your business that you can really put into bite size um, actions? Right. Because sometimes we get overwhelmed thinking, oh, my gosh, I need to make a thousand dollars. I need to make ten thousand dollars. Right. But what does ten thousand dollars look like per month? What does that look like per week? What does that look like um, per day? Right. So if I want to make 20 clients for the year. How many do I need to be making a month? And how many do I need to be making in a week? So then it, it makes you realize that maybe actually I need to be having 10 conversations possibly so I can convert and have two, obviously you've got converge, conversion pattern you know, percentages. So maybe I need to be having 10 conversations so I can have two sales a week. Meaning if I have two sales a week, that means I need to be having those conversations I can have five sales in a month, right? So times that by six months, that's the number of clients I can potentially build up, right? So if you've set yourself a money goal or a health goal, maybe you want to lose weight, right? So in terms of, so, okay, so my goal is to lose 30 kilos. So how much really does that look like in a week? Is that five kgs in a week? Is that four kgs per week, right? Is that a kilo, a week is at a kilo a day, right? So when you have you bring it right down to those minute details, it makes the whole task doable. So that's what I advise you to do: make your goals into bite-sized, chunkable, doable actions that will not overwhelm you. That when you look at it every day, like I can do this. Because at the end of the day, you want to be motivated, you want to be encouraged, um, and stay going, you know, positively towards the goals that you've set. So make sure you make your goals, bite-sized, chunkable things that motivate and encourage you and you get excited when you hit that number daily, weekly, towards the big number that you have for the month, for the six months, and for the year, right? So I think this is really a big thing. So, you know, you want it, you want it to be doable. And if anyone knows about goal setting, remember we spoke about smart, smart goals, right? So they have to be measurable, they have to be accurate, they need to be smart, and they need to be doable, Right, you don't want to outburn yourself. You want to stretch yourself, right? But you want to also make them doable for yourself, right? And the last point, which I remember, I said I just said I said in not particular order. This is how I just was the fly on the wall listening to this conversation. The last point for me was that um, what really stood out for me was I had a conversation with the coach after, right? You know, we're just reflecting on the whole session that he had with the boys and he said that you know my younger one had set a safe goal right he it was not a stretch goal he thought the number was a bit 
lower than he would have liked, right? And I did think so too when I was listening in the meeting. So I quickly objected and asked him, okay, so how come you didn't correct him, right? And he goes, because I want him to own the goal, right? I could interject and say, no, 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 you're not. Your number is too low. Give, you know, put this number. But the moment we do that, he's not going to own the goal. It's going to be mom and coach's goal. But this is the target he set for himself, right? So how is this and how are we going to use this in our business? Because it really spoke out to me. You need to set a goal that you have ownership of, right? So stop copying other people's goals because they sound good, because they look good. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Everybody's setting this goal. Your goal has to be personal to you personal to your family and to your business needs whatever you wanting to develop for yourself make it your goal because if it's not your goal this is part of the reason why some goals are never met or you never succeed in meeting the goal because it was never your goal in the first place it was to please people or it was to impress people and it is nothing that really you have attachment to it it's not a personal goal you're not really interested in it it's not something that you really wanted to do in the first place and those are the first reasons why people don't don't succeed in their goals because they have no personal ownership right so i just really want us to reiterate uh, if you set your goals for this year make sure they are your goals make sure they move you passionately maybe make sure in your heart it sets you alight it excites you right it's your own goal not mabel's goal Right, not anybody else's goal. So if you're setting goals for your family, make them personal for the people in your family. If it's your business goal, make it personal to your own business. What do you want to achieve this year for yourself? Not what your neighbor or your best friend or your mentor is telling you to do. Right, it has to be your goal that excites you, that your heart skips a beat when you talk about it. Right, that you know really passionate about it, it excites you, and you really want it to happen. And if it doesn't happen, it will be something that you really feel, 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 feel awful about because it's your thing. It's your baby, right? And I think this is a perfect way to end this session and this episode, right? That, you know, I just want us to be really intentional again with our year and with our time this year, right? And if um, you're needing any um, any further support regarding setting goals, right? I'm kindly got my... Um, mentorship programs running right so i'll put them in the show notes you can connect with me on my social media platforms i'm currently taking um, enrollments on my programs so sign up heat up i've got a few free things going on and i've got a few paid options just go in the show notes dm me right if you really want to be setting goals for yourself for your business for your family right if you really want to move the needle and move things this year and if the seven things that we spoke about today if those are missing in your goals right if you have not set your vision board yet, I'm still open if you want us to have that conversation, right? I'd really, really love to be your business mentor for 2023 if you want to really make things happen for yourself and for your family. So thank you again for listening. Thank you for um, for this conversation. I'd love to hear um, your your feedback, right? If this resonated with you regarding goal setting, um, and I really enjoyed being a fly on the wall <laughs> during my boys' um, sports setting uh, goal sessions. And I will share with you another time if I'm, a, if I'm another fly on another wall on their wall again as they review their goals 
within the next couple of months again i will let you know how they're going and of course if you're like me i will always find a lesson in that um, session that i can bring to my business and then share with you all so i hope you have a great week and i'll see you all guys next week take care bye bye hey thank you once again for being here for your time your ears and your energy and i really hope that this podcast is making some impact in your life in your family and in your business please share this episode or podcast with another mama sister or woman who you think might need it Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And a review, please, if you can, because I'd really love to hear how this is changing and impacting your life. Again, special, special, special thank you for listening. For your time, I do not take that for granted. Until next week, continue living your gift out loud.